This season of The Wedding Digest is brought to you by Wedbooker, the only place to find and book your dream wedding venue and suppliers online. Go to wedbooker.com. Thanks for joining us again on The Wedding Digest. I'm Lucy and with me is our wedding planner, Ali. Now, of course, in the lead up to Christmas, as we said last episode, we are doing a mini season with some tips and advice for couples who are just starting their wedding planning journey. Yeah, and one of the things that often gets overlooked or left to the last minute is the gift registry. So in this episode of the pod, we're going to share some unique and alternative wedding registry ideas that you might not have considered yet. Yeah, we had so much fun pulling this list together. Now, of course, while you might be starting a new life with your partner after you tie the knot, there's a good chance you already have a well-stocked kitchen and enough vases and platters to last your lifetime and you don't need any more stuff. So if that's the case, then you shouldn't feel pressured to start a wedding registry for how household items. Yeah. And look, the other option would be a wishing well. And this is one that's become really popular in recent years. But we also know that some couples just don't feel comfortable asking for cash from their guests or they're still wanting something just a little bit more personal and maybe more meaningful. Yeah, that's right. So we thought we'd collate some alternate and unique wedding registry ideas for you guys to consider. And the good news is there are heaps of unconventional wedding registries for you to choose from. So let's get into it. So, Ali, one option is the honeymoon registry. So, most people would have heard of this one before. Mm, Yeah, look, this is one that's becoming really popular and there's definitely a reason for that. It is such a good idea. So, the way it works is you let your guests know where you're heading off to for your honeymoon, whether that be overseas or local or just down the road, and you let them choose a way to be part of your holiday. So, they can then contribute towards an experience for you and that becomes the gift. So that could be, you know, a beautiful dinner for two at a restaurant or some sunset cocktails on a cliffside bar. It could be an experience like shark diving or, you know, an amazing night in an exclusive resort that you wouldn't normally have. It can also go down to something as small as just a massage or a facial for the two of you. It doesn't have to be something that is going to be really extravagant. It's always nice to put in a few different options there for you get for your guests. But I think it's a great way to give your guests the option to give you an experience on your honeymoon that you are absolutely going to remember forever and something Mm. that you may have otherwise missed out on, right? Yeah, totally. And it's also a nice way to thank them for their gift is then by sending them a card with like a photo of the two of you enjoying the experience that they gifted. So a shot of the two of you, um, you know, about to dive off the side of the boat before your shark diving experience. Like, so uh, good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like my, face, my face would be pure fear if that was me. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But I do love this one because, again, it is it is meaningful and, um, and it, it does mean guests can can have the option of choosing something that they would like to give as well. Yeah, definitely. Now, this one that we were chatting about, I I have never heard of this one before, but it is becoming more and more popular, I think, and that is the Mm. home building registry. Yeah, so I think it's a really nice way to have something that is quite literally going to last forever. So a lot of couples after you get married, you're either looking to buy your first home or maybe you're fortunate enough to already have a home and you're looking to do some sort of renovation or you know some sort of fixer-upper in there, whether it be big or small. So you can actually ask your guests to give you a gift that is going to go towards your home to be or towards the house you currently have. So loved ones might help you out with down payments or with the actual renovation 
motivation. You know, a registry a registry like this might have options such as helping you put in that fireplace you guys have always dreamed of installing or helping you paint the bedrooms that you've been looking at the cracking paint for so long but just haven't gotten around to it. You know, or it's amazing design a piece of furniture or you've been looking at and eyeing off for so long but, you know, you just can't bring yourself to buy. I think this sort of registry is a nice way for people to give you, I guess, an experience and a gift because if it's something that's in your home, you're going to experience it every day. And it's also going to help you build a life together after the wedding. So it allows your guests to contribute to your future quite literally. Yeah, I love this idea, actually. I had never thought of it before, but I actually think it's a fabulous idea. And then when your guests do come over... And they look around your beautiful home and think, oh, you know, I helped to make this happen in in even some small way. I love it. I think it's so good. Yeah, I love it too. Another option and probably not as exciting, but still – you know, a great option, particularly if you're not 100% sure uh, of what exactly it is you want, or maybe you don't have your dream home at the moment and you're in the process of looking, or perhaps you're moving somewhere. Um, so you don't have in your head already what you do want, but down the track, you know, you will, will need some things. So an idea for those kind of couples might be like a gift card registry. Yeah, look, I think this is a great idea and it's sort of a nice spin-off from the wishing well because it's not as though they're giving you cash, which is what some people don't like about the wishing well, but they're also giving you the flexibility of a gift card to still then go and choose something that you would love so you don't end up with those things you don't want. So it might be that your guests give you a gift card to a store that they know you absolutely love or, you know, a homeware store that they love and they think that you could pick out something really nice in. Um, You might find your guests will then write in the card, you know, choose that perfect vase that you've been eyeing off or go down and, and buy that paint that you want for the bedroom if it's, you know, a Bunnings voucher or something like that. And you'll end up with this huge variety of gift cards to all these shops to then contribute towards your life, whether that be in a big way or a smaller way or some way. Sometimes the shops you've never thought of or never gone into, it'll force you to sort of expand your parameters and explore somewhere new. And again, it's a way for your guests to give you something a little more personal than cash, but still allow you to make a bit of a decision over what that item is going to be yourself. Yeah, I think I love this one too. I do actually think it's a great idea for the people that don't actually have their nest or their home or don't know where they're going to set up their life yet, if they're Mm -hmm. still undecided, or maybe if you want to take a year off together and go traveling so you don't have a base, then these gift cards are perfect for down the track when you do find that nest or that base that you want to stay put and then you can fill it with everything that you love. Yeah. Definitely. And look, a David Jones or a Westfield gift voucher, they're never going to go unused as well. So even if your guests have no idea what to buy you, they've always got the option of something, you know, a little bit more broad like that. Or, you know, if they know you're going overseas for your honeymoon, maybe they buy you a foreign currency gift card too. Like there are so many really broad options here as well. So it's a really great mm. one for your guests. Yeah. And you can suddenly nominate a range of places where you would love a gift card for too, particularly if you yeah. have some some stores in mind. Now, another one, Ellie, and this This one I feel like is definitely gaining momentum and not just for weddings, but also for baby showers and birthdays and that sort of thing. And that is, that is the charity registry. 
Mm. Yeah, so this is truly for the couple that that don't desire anything from their guests and just having their guests there on the big day is, you know, perhaps enough for them. So they would consider picking a charity that they're really passionate about and asking their guests to contribute. Um, They might contribute in the way of um, a cash donation or you might set up a website or a a link on your wedding website that allows them to go in there and actually donate directly. What's really nice as well is after you've made a contribution on behalf of all of your guests, you can send them a thank you note and let them know what a difference that they have collectively made towards this charity, which I think is just so heartwarming as well. Yeah, I love this too. And it just, it, it is a really nice way where you recognize that your gifts are actually making a difference in an area that matters to you or something that you are passionate about. So I think this is a great idea. When you're donating to a charity as well, sometimes when you're just the one person, it doesn't feel like such a huge contribution, but it'd be so nice as a whole group of wedding guests to see that what you have sort of come together and collectively done has really, really made a difference. So, yeah, I think it's such a cool idea. Yeah, 100%. Okay, and here's a bit of a different one. Now, I haven't actually heard of this one before, and that is the foodie registry. Mm, this one is honestly, I wish I would. I had done it. It just is, <laughs> sounds like so much fun. So if you absolutely love food or you absolutely got, love going to restaurants, then you can actually ask your guests to purchase vouchers to some of your favourite restaurants or their favorite restaurants or even cooking classes. So you can then have the opportunity to go out to restaurants all across your city, wherever you live, um, or even across your state, if you want to travel out a little bit further. And you might imagine, you might receive like 30 restaurant gift cards. Guaranteed, you're not going to have been to some of those restaurants before. So it's actually a really cool way for you as a foodie to experience new restaurants and new places or go to a cooking class that you wouldn't have considered and maybe fall in love with somewhere new. I also love it because to me, it just sounds like date night would be absolutely sorted for a year. It's just the gift that would just keep on giving. (laughs) That is so true, actually. I do love this one as well. And I think it is nice if you kind of open it up to, I love, you know, a, a gift voucher to your favorite restaurant. So as a guest, yeah. you, you feel like it's quite a personal gift too because it's like I loved my experience at this restaurant and I would love you to experience it too. And if you're feeling generous as well as a couple, maybe when you do decide to book in for that experience at a restaurant, you take that couple that gave you that gift voucher with as well so you experience it together. Yes, I love that. Let's go from a foodie to the adrenaline junkie registry. There really is something for every couple um, uh, that's non-traditional <laughs> registry. So tell us about the adrenaline junkie junkie registry. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of self-explanatory. Yeah. It did. Look, it is exactly what it sounds like. And it's if you are an adrenaline junkie, then you've probably already heard of this one. Um, but if you have a list of crazy adventures that you guys would like to do or experiences that you would love to go on together, then you can make a registry for your guests to choose from them. So it might be that you want to jump out of a plane or you want to go and swim with the sharks um, or you want to go rally car driving. There are so many adrenaline things that you can do. Um, So if you want that heart-thumping adventure, uh, honestly, I I don't know if I could do this, but if that is for you, then it's a really nice way for your guests to give you those experiences. And I just don't think you would ever forget it. Like if I was jumping out of a plane, I would remember who gave me that gift for the rest of my life. (laughs) Totally. And this is kind of the more extreme version of like the foodie registry. It's like the extreme version for date night. Like, as you say, it's just a gift that keeps on giving date night sort of for the year, but a very different kind than uh, than the foodie registry. But certainly (laughs) there is something for everyone, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. I mean, why not? If If you love the adrenaline, then this one's definitely for you. And 
Another idea, Ali, is a lot of people, obviously, um, you know, 2020, the world has been through a pretty tough time. Uh, and here in Australia, we, we you know, battle through the fires all over the summer between 2019 mm. and 2020. And then, of course, uh, COVID hit this year as well. So a lot of people are really passionate about um, supporting small business and importantly, supporting local business too. And there are registries mm. that actually focus wholly on uh, local brands. Look, I, and I really love this one. And I know we keep saying we love them all because we do, but this one is just, it, it means a little bit more as well. Um, and I just think why not? We have so many amazing local businesses and local brands and small businesses right here in Australia. Um, so if you can support them and, you know, your wedding is a great way to support them, then why not? Um if you want to narrow down your gift registry to even be something like an eco-friendly gifts or sustainable gifts as well, you can do so. And there are actually wedding registry sites out there that can help you do this. One of my favorites is Ruby Bloom. So they're actually the place to go to if you want to create a really unique wedding registry. It's not just all glasses and vases. There are thousands of unique gifts on there that come directly from marketplace sellers. So you're actually going to find um, gifts on there that come from really small businesses that I love and that's all local. So it's all from within Australia which I think is just so important. So it's anything from, you know, homewares to art to trips and experiences. They honestly just offer you it all. So if you want a registry that's really diverse but also supporting local, then I would definitely suggest checking out Ruby Bloom. Yeah, they really do have um, a unique offering on there. I love them as well. And actually, they are friends of Wedbooker too. And they have offered any couple uh, who sets up their Ruby Bloom registry um, with them for the first time to use the code word Wedbooker. And they have offered uh, a $100 voucher as well for anyone who's interested in that. So I love the idea. love supporting yeah. local. Well, so we suddenly covered off like a few different registries on there or registry ideas. It's so easy to jump online. There are so many registries, wedding registries that do offer these different options for you and you can tailor your registry to even have a mix of say the honeymoon registry and the home building registry. But it's just a matter of doing your research and seeing what you can find. Don't feel like you are stuck with just the homeware registry or wishing well registry. As we found out, there's so many other options out there that suit you as a couple. Yeah, definitely. And look, if you do have a wedding website as well, um, and a little extra tip here is always make sure you link your wedding registry from your website or if you, if you can embed your registry into your website, that is a huge bonus. It just makes it a lot easier for your guests to find your registry and to navigate through it rather than having to click on multiple different links. So if you can put it into your website or have it coming directly off your website, that's a huge win too. Yeah, that's a great tip as well. I mean, as beautiful as like a physical invite is with the little card with the website details on there. Gosh, how many times have we lost that? I think I lose it every single time. (laughs) Me too. And as always, guys, we will have a blog post on the Wedbooker website with all the details of all the registries we've talked about. So you can go and check it out if you want more info on any of them. Are you looking for your wedding venue and suppliers? Do you want to have all your wedmen in one place? Need some convenient support from Ali, our wedding planning expert? Well, Wedbooker is your go-to, the only place to plan and book your wedding online. Visit wedbooker.com. Ask Ali. Okay, well, it is time for our Ask Ali segment. I've got two questions for you here and both really needed your advice on this and that's how to deal with people in their wedding party and even their husband. The first one is from Corinne and she's in Perth. Now, she wants to know how can she get her husband to be more involved in the wedding planning process? 
Corinne, I think this is a problem all brides to be faced. So don't feel alone and don't feel disheartened if your fiancé isn't quite as keen as you are on the wedding planning. But I totally agree. It's so nice when your fiancé is involved and you feel like you're in it as a team. So I would say maybe firstly, don't keep everything from him. It's so easy for us to take everything in our own control and just run with all the wedding planners and keep your partner in the dark because girls just do this. And I mean, we do it well, but we do need to make sure we keep our partners to be or our partners in the loop as well. And by keeping them in the loop, you allow them to feel as though they can actually be a part of the day and they can step in and help out. Whereas when we keep them in the dark, they've got no idea what's going on. So it's really hard for them to jump in and help you when you need their help because you just have to brief them in on so much other stuff as well. It just sort of takes too long. And then I think yeah. the other one is um, give him a specific job to own. So maybe you get him to book the entertainment or organize the honeymoon, which would be amazing. It could be a surprise for you. Or if he's a real foodie, he could look after the menu and the menu tasting. And this will help sort of take something off your to-do list as well and give them a chance to be completely involved and take total ownership of at least one or two elements and feel like they really contributed to. Yeah, 100%. Even alcohol and transport. I feel like there's a, they're often jobs that I know this is totally stereotyping, but often jobs that guys are interested in, but they're also that those jobs that, you know, like a lot of the time the brides don't care that much about as long as they're done. Yeah, simple things that you don't have to worry about and then they can do it and they feel like they've done something really amazing. Again, stereotyping, yeah. but it works. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've got another question for you and this is from Taylor who is in Hobart. Now she's having a DIY wedding and she wants to know, she's got some bridesmaids, she wants to know what's borderline asking too much from your bridesmaids? How much should they be helping? How much more can you ask them to help? She doesn't really know where, the draw, where to draw the line. Mm, this, is, this is not an easy one because it's sort of, it's so personal. It depends on your relationship with your bridesmaids and also your wedding. If you're having a DIY wedding and you are doing a lot, um, I think it's about not necessarily where to draw the line, but managing the expectations of your bridesmaids. So when they signed on to be your bridesmaids, they did not sign on to be your personal slaves. That's not what a bridesmaid Correct. is there for. <laughs> they are there to help you bring your wedding dream to life and to support you and make sure you have the best day possible. That doesn't mean that they're there to cut out, you know, 700 little tiny tags for you on their own. I think the key yeah. to, to managing what your bridesmaids are doing for you is to make sure you're doing it with them. So if you do have them sitting there doing some arts and crafts, make sure you're doing it with them and throw in a bottle of champagne and, and make a night of it and make it really fun rather than sending them a list of chores, so to speak, and, you know, being the, the, the bride that says, I need you to get this done by next week for my wedding and here's the list. Keep it fun for them and keep it light. They're definitely there to help you out. It's part of their job and it's what they want to do. But I think it's more about making sure you're there with them and they feel like it's still a really, really fun experience. Yeah, and I thought I think also just to add to that, um, to ensure that it is a fun experience, play into their strengths. Not everyone's super creative, but maybe they're, you know, they're good at organizing. So so figure out what your bridesmaids, what their strengths are, what they enjoy doing, and then maybe ensure that you give them jobs that fit with their skill set or their strengths or something that they enjoy doing. So it isn't such a big burden and something mm -hmm. they'd be more willing to help out with. 
Yeah, definitely. I guess it goes back to the same as your fiance. Find a job that they're going to be really good at and they're going to enjoy doing and maybe task them with that early on rather than giving them a a million mediocre tasks at the end. Again, just manage their expectations. And I think you're so right. Give them something they're good at as well because then they're going to absolutely nail it. And hey, it's your wedding day. And if your bridesmaid nails a part of the day that maybe they'll do better than you, that is such a bonus. Awesome. Thanks, Ali. Well, guys, we hope that you found this episode on a different alternative gift registries somewhat enlightening for you. And hopefully you've been inspired to think of some different gift registries that suit you and your partner. Of course, as we said before, all the information, everything we talked about is on the blog on Wedbooker. So make sure you go check it out there. Yeah. And if you've got any questions for me or you'd like to find out more about how to plan your dream day, you can find me at Wedbooker's Instagram at Wedbooker or at Wedbooker.com. And don't forget, we will be back again. The mini season continues in the lead up to Christmas. So we are going to be back in your ears next week. Thanks for listening to The Wedding Digest. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. And if you love what you hear, feel free to leave us a review. If you want to find out more about any of our featured guests or suppliers mentioned, just head to wedbooker.com. You'll find a detailed blog post on each episode. 